everybody, this is Dr. Chad Hawk with Matt Dowd and we are Renegade Atlas, charting a path for your life. Um, today, we are talking about a little baby, <laughs> a little baby that would change the world. Born and in like, a barn. What's that? Born in a barn. Born in a barn, that's right. Um, we're talking about baby Jesus and yep. uh, the absolute ramifications that came from this moment in history. Um Matt, why don't you kind of take it from here? Sure. Well, on just on my way in here today to record, I was just kind of pondering who Jesus is and how could I explain who he is to a person who has some preconceived notion of him, whether it's, you know, a longtime Christian who's who's kind of lost touch with who God is and what he's all about, or whether it's someone from a different faith or someone who's agnostic, atheistic, like whatever, you know, whatever your background, um, how can we talk about Jesus and maybe understand who he was and what he was all about, what he is all about. But when he came to earth as a human, you know, what was the purpose of that and what was his goal with it? And, and how would understanding that a little bit better, maybe give us, give each, you know, each of those type of people a little better understanding, a better way to think of him. So let's start. I'll just fire questions at you. Okay. 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 So who was this Jesus guy? Who was he? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's the son of God. What does that mean? That's, I mean, I, I don't know if, I don't, I don't know if I want to be responsible for trying to answer for, these for, questions. You're not going to go into the Trinity discussion <laughs> you know? with us today. I know. Like number one, just theology, but number two, just try, even trying to, um, you know, boil it down. Sure. Um, but w- what we do know from Scripture is he's the exact representation of the in- invisible God. So one way I've heard him described is he says God came down to earth. And I think we tend to think of like God up in heaven, like physically above us and, you know, coming down, like descending down an elevator or something to earth. But another way I've heard it described is like um, in amplitude, uh, in other words, like volume, like right. you cranked up the volume and God is so loud that you ha- you can't bear it. You have to cover your ears and go hide, you know, but he turned down the volume <laughs> to a level that we could tolerate. And that's Jesus. Like he showed himself to us just enough that we didn't have to run away in fear and terror and, you know, awe in the absolute extreme power and majesty of who he is of who God is, but yet Jesus is God. And what the most humble way to do that is to be born. Yeah, right. To Yeah, I think another th- aspect of it is he wanted to show us that, and Jesus says it himself, like I and the Father are one, but also I am in you and you are in me, and there's this interconnectivity between God and the, the three persons of God, but also between God and humankind. Like we're, we're connected with him. We're meant to be connected. We're certainly made in his image. Yeah. We can't get rid of that. Yeah. And so when we have God taking on the physical form mm-hmm. of the image that we're made in. Right. 
it makes Jesus more approachable and understandable. Right. And then the thing is, there was one other analogy or way of thinking about it that was like God slowing down enough for us to behold him. Because, you know, you get into like um, Einstein's theories and relativity and light speed and all this stuff. And if God is spirit and light and he moves around at this incredible, we could never comprehend that either. And so it's kind of like he slowed down enough to move at our speed. It's another way of thinking about it. Well, omnipresent everywhere all at once. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, all knowing. All wealth of information, knowledge that we can that goes beyond anything we could ever comprehend, right? Is present. So all that had to be distilled down into this person of right. Jesus, right? So that we could, you know, so that he could interact with people and then show us like how things were meant to be, how we were intended to live, not in like a moralistic way. Like he didn't come to show us all the rules we're supposed to follow. In fact. He was blasting the people who were trying to make all the people follow all these rules. He's like, that's not what it's about at the heart of it. Um, it's about um, how we view ourselves yeah. and, and this back to this connection. Like he wanted to show us that we're meant to be connected to himself and to the Father, not meant to be alone in the world doing it, you know, f- trying to figure things out in separation from him. So when we explore Jesus and we think about this, um, who was he then? Did he change? And who is he now? Hmm. So we have Jesus as a baby. Yeah. Um, then we, the next thing we hear about is he's 14 years old, 12 years old, mm-hmm. running around a temple and putting the leaders in their place. Yeah. Teaching. Yeah. Teaching. Right. And in Hebrews somewhere, it says Jesus, or is it Hebrews? I don't know, but it does talk about him growing in wisdom. Well, right in that story, actually, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature. Yeah. And then in Hebrews, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it does talk about some kind of progression that Jesus was on. He was learning the, um, you know, where it talks about him being, becoming our, our high priest but he had to go through, endure these things so that he'd be a gracious high priest. I think I'm getting that right. Yeah. Sorry, that's just kind of... So it, it's, you know, this this baby that forever changed the world, as we talked about last time, um, the wise men sought after him. Mm-hmm. Um, shepherds wanted to worship at his feet. Um, the angels, the heavenly host, celebrated the birth. Yeah. Um, Mary and Joseph. And here it is. He's born in a manger. He goes from of the most humble beginnings to the most humbling end. Mm. Being yeah. hung on a cross with thieves. Right. And the purpose of that was to conquer death permanently forever so that we didn't have to die and die is kind of synonymous with be separated from god um you know when he when he died the moment he died the t- the curtain in the temple the veil was torn in two from top to bottom and this is i don't know i've heard like a three foot thick or some kind of crazy huge you know piece of tapestry <laughs> yeah like this massive yeah. thing that divided the people from god's dwelling like where the spirit of god dwelled in the temple 
and that was made open so that there was the connection. There was nothing separating uh, us from being connected with God directly. So Jesus, during this Advent season, um, as we prepare for Christmas, is who he became, he already was too. Mm -hmm. He was fully God, fully human. Yes, he may have gone through changes we're not even, we can't really comprehend Mm -hmm. as he grew in stature and wisdom and understanding. Um, But he was still God. As we talked about earlier, when Elizabeth shows up to see Mary, John the Baptist, as as a, a baby inside Elizabeth, mm-hmm. leaps, mm-hmm. moves, mm-hmm. rejoices mm-hmm. to be in that presence. You can imagine the presence of Jesus, even as a baby. Right. Because the same spirit. Yeah, same spirit. Spirit doesn't change. Yeah. Well, so another aspect of... The, of all this for me was that Jesus didn't come to establish a new religion. Like the religion of Christianity wasn't exactly what he was going for. I don't think, you know, he came to fulfill the law and that's Jewish tradition. And then the disciples were sent out to reach the Gentiles, which was anybody not Jewish. I think even the disciples who were Jewish, you know, had an idea that it was just for them. This is Jesus coming to fulfill the Israelite, you know, nation and, and keep them kind of above everybody. And then they end up learning that, no, this is for everyone. Everyone. Right. And the whole announcement at his birth, peace on earth, goodwill to men, which is for all. Again, I, I don't have to read. I don't have that memorized, but it's for all people. Um, so wherever you're coming from, from religious background or your faith background or your theology, I think one thing I'd like to encourage people to do or challenge them to do is not think about Jesus as like just for Christians in the sense of like the religious establishment, right? But the idea that Jesus is humans, the way that humans can understand, relate, and connect to God, which is something that we're all seeking to do. We all do. He is the way, the truth, and the life for all people. Is that... Make sense? Absolutely, it yeah. does. Yeah. yeah, I think it's easy to like section him off into just you know for this one particular religious group. Yeah, but Jesus, uh, time and time and time again, did everything to tick off the religious groups. <laughs> right, right. You know, not not you know he wasn't like trying to be a jerk to them, but they were. He called them on their stuff. Right. He challenged them. At their weakest point, which was exactly what they did, is they had made religions. Mm-hmm. And religions never help you. They don't save you. Right. Religions only, in, in uh, they. it's just like the law. It just means you're never good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, and he, re- he rebuked those religious leaders who were oppressive. But he also went to people who were like the sinners. He spent a lot of time with them. He didn't let them just stay in their broken state, though, either. He restored them. Yeah, he invited them to something bigger, better, you know, more whole. Not everybody accepted that either. Some people, you know, the un- quote-unquote unworthy or the outcast or whatever, not all of them responded to him. You know, some of them just wanted to stay 
a victim or, you know, whatever with a chip on their shoulder. Um, but the invitation was for everybody. And it still is. Yeah. It still is. Maybe that's the, the biggest takeaway we can think of during Christmas mm-hmm. is that this time, it's not about gifts that we give. It's not about um, lights on a tree. It's certainly not about something called Santa Claus. <laughs> you know, it, right. it is truly about the birth of a Savior for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is about the gift that we receive, that yeah. we can receive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's remarkable. Hmm. So please, um, if you wouldn't mind, uh, share this with others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, our website, therenegadeatlas.com, our Facebook page, Renegade Atlas. Um, like, share content. We appreciate it all. We sure do. Thank you so much, everybody. And we can't wait until 2020 when everything is going to be made crystal clear. New vision. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye.